acting cool, cuz I got time, cuz You took me on that day, I was acting cool, cuz Nigga, what's up? How gangster are you, cuz? I you disrespecting me I don't fuck with you, cuz you disrespecting me I got hard, cuz Oh my god, let's hope this works Can y'all see and hear me? Oh my goodness, this is ridiculous I've been dealing with this for two hours Let me make sure I look okay <laughs> I think it's working Fingers crossed Give me just a second And you know what's so crazy Okay, it says excellent connection Oh, God is good It's a little bit No, it's not even grainy Okay, alright, I'm back First of all Oh my gosh, I need to write a strongly regarded letter to Marriott. I have been with them for years. They have all the supposed high speed, you know what I'm saying? I use them when I can't get into Airbnbs. They don't have me on the phone with customer service. They don't have some IT guy come through here. He want to do everything but fix my internet. He wants to know my name. He wants my channel info. He started following me. I'm about to subscribe, sir. I just need the internet. I need to talk to the people who have been subscribed. You just got here, sir. <laughs> but shout out to you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, good. It's loud. Okay, good. I'm glad y'all can hear me. I don't know what's going on, but look. Let me tell y'all. Internet man at the hotel, y'all did not help me. I'm using my hotspot. Okay, my MiFi. I'm using my MiFi. I'm glad I bought that. I usually bring that as backup. Um, so I'm using that. Yes, child. He wanted everything. He was in here chilling on his phone. So what you doing? What's your name? And I'm like, I really need to get online. I got, you know, I got work to do. Oh, well, that's cool. Let me go ahead and look you up. Oh, God. I hate giving people, you know what I'm saying, like my social media because I want them to know me for me. I don't want them to know me as lovely T. I want them to know me. You know what I'm saying? It's TT. So, child, but, uh, you know, he subscribed. So, you know, we try to get to a million. <laughs> so, maybe we'll get there. You know what I mean? But thank y'all for y'all's patience. I've been over here just stressing because I want to do a live. I miss you guys. I know y'all probably like, where the hell are you now, T? I am in LA. LA. Okay. Uh, this week has been crazy. Um, VidCon is up here. Spotify is out here. Uh, they was doing some stuff with black YouTube and then of course it's BET weekend. So it's a lot going on in LA this weekend This is my traveling season. Y'all say you gonna be in my DMs? Child, okay <laughs> Who knows honey, but yes, I'm in LA you guys and I haven't been here since I went to Cardi's birthday party in October So child, LA is LA. It's still dirty. It's still big you know what I'm saying? But I love the people of L.A. You know, it's always good times. Um, it's, it's a lot of struggle going on, though. Like, the gas is like $7 a gallon. In certain places, it's close to 10 And me and the guy at the rental car haul company, when I was getting my rental car, he was so sweet. He told me, he was like, man, God bless you for just being so nice to me. And he was like, you know, it's just really dope to just talk to you. Like, just thank you for being nice. Because you can feel the energy in L.A. It's a lot of stress. And he was telling me, you know, he lives like 40 minutes from his job. And at this point, he's paying $900 a month in gas just to get back and forth. So it's a lot of people that are really going through it. So my heart is with people. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I don't know what's going to happen. 
But even the gas in Minnesota, it's like four seventy nine. I'm like, this shit just sucks. It cost me ninety two dollars to fill up my Lexus the other day. I'm like, this is bullshit. Usually it's like, you know, fifty bucks, if that. So it's a lot going on out here, but you know, it feels good to be back. You know, this is like a second slash third home to me. Um, so child, shout out to uh, Lala Sanders in the Discord, honey. So we were running around yesterday, and what was so funny, we were trying to get a hold of Pleasure P. Cause you know, if you guys were at the the show that I did in Atlanta, he's one of the he was one of my special guests that I interviewed, and Pleasure was so cool. So we're trying to get a hold of him because we're like, shit, let's try and go to the verses. They ain't answering. Management ain't answering. Ain't nobody answering. So Lala hit me up on the Discord and she was like, are you watching the verses right now? And I was like, no, we're literally in the car, but I'm getting ready to go back to the hotel. Child, I watched it. That verses was a hot mess, okay? <laughs> that verses was a hot mess. I don't know if y'all got a chance to check it out, but by the time I logged into verses, oh, Ray J. Sammy, Pleasure P, who else was up there? Bobby Valentino. They had just been singing for like two hours. Just random singing. Ray J was having a good old funky time with Casamigos. Okay, they was two-stepping and just, you know, doing all types of mess. It was, it was just, it was insane watching this. And I'm just laughing because everybody's just like, what the hell is this? Where is Mario and Amaria? We didn't ask for this. And the thing is, versus, can I say this? First of all, the average person, they work a nine to five job. They gotta be at work around about 8 a.m. You can't be doing verses. Y'all can't be starting at six o'clock in the evening and then doing two hour pre-shows before the big finale. Folks was hot. They literally had people up there till like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Social media was going in yesterday. It was so funny, though, to just watch it. Now, first and foremost, Ray J was definitely drunk. Okay, shout out to Ray J. He was definitely, you know what I'm saying, feeling himself. But yeah, who remembers? Tell me if y'all remember this. Put a teacup. Who remembers when one day, this was like maybe two years ago, I gave Ray J, I don't know why, but I gave him all these props. I was like, oh my gosh. One Wish is my favorite song. Ray J is such a good singer. That is like one of the, you know, I just love that song. I have never been drugged like that. Like literally all in the comment sections, folks was dragging me. They're like, first of all, why are you acting like Ray J's Luther Vandross? T, you're tripping. Ray J must have sponsored this live. What the F are you talking about? I had to come back literally the next stream and like apologize. <laughs> I'm like, okay, y'all, quit dragging me. Maybe I got besides myself. Y'all remember that, right? Remember? And I don't know what made me, like, I just like the song One Wish. And because I like the song, I equated it to, <laughs> to Ray J being able to sing. And y'all knew back then, y'all was checking me like, no, T, he cannot, he can't sing like that. You know, just because you like a song doesn't make that person this, you know, excellent singer. And so... To watch what he did last night, I'm like, damn, my tea sippers was right. Now I get why they drugged me. Let me show y'all a snippet of this shit. I just, like, my mouth just hit the floor because y'all know One Wish is my song. Like, I love that. That's like my favorite Ray J song. Well, hell, that's really the only 
Ray J song, I damn know. Let me keep that real. Ain't like you got a whole bunch of songs. But um, that's one of my favorite songs. And so I'm watching it. Hold on, what happened? Hold up, hold up. Oh, did the camera go out? Hold on. Y'all can still hear me, right? Hold on, let me see. What happened to the camera? Why did it go out? Let me try this. Let me plug it back in. Give me just a second. As long as y'all can still hear me, that's a good thing. But let me plug it back in. I think I had hit something. Oh. Hold on. Can y'all see me? Okay, good. I'm back. I'm sorry about that. I think I had clicked on something by accident. Okay. Let me show y'all this shit. Okay. Ray J. Let me share my screen. Let me make sure y'all can see and hear me right. We got like 3,000 people here, almost 4,000. Thank y'all for coming back. I appreciate it. Okay, good. Y'all can see and hear me. Okay, good. We gonna keep going. This MyFi is doing the damn thing. Who? Thank you, Lord Jesus, for my MyFi because Marriott, y'all's full of shit. So just, just watch. Now, this is somebody who's a fan. So I went into this excited. Had my damn phone screen like this. And then when he got the singing, I said, this, this can't be for real. Just listen to this. Uh, wish to have a fancy car. Wish to have a million bucks. Go. Well, I wish you no being in love. So feel me, pretty baby. I make one wish and I wish. Okay, I can't, I can't play too much because of copyright. I was just like, this can't be real. Like, I, I'm like, he's playing right now. This is the same man I vouched for two years ago that my tea sippers drug me over. And he just literally validated everything they were saying in that comment section. I kept thinking about the comments. When folks was like, T, you're bugging. Ray J is not Luther Vandross. What the hell are you talking about? And I'm like, hey, One Wish is such a good song. <laughs> he butchered it. So then what was so funny is the other fellas, Pleasure P, Bobby, and Sammy, they're like, okay, well, being that he dropped the ball, let's, you know, let's sing the hook for him. So they try to hook him up. So y'all watch this real quick. And AJ's, AJ's getting mad. Okay, so they're like singing. He's getting annoyed. I'll make up for it, B. Now he's making excuses. I'm going to make up for that one. I heard it too. But Epic was in my, I'm holding him and then it was like. I'll make up for it, B. B. I'ma make up for that one. I heard it too. But Epic was in my I'ma hold him and then it was like Y'all all been interrupting my song, singing the songs, getting singing the harmonies. I start again a cappella to try to serenade Princess. And y'all go, one wish again. Like, damn. Like just let me get one off. The ungratefulness. <laughs> Why the people that you try Shit. to help be so that, ungrateful? And that, and that was Ray J's one God, wish. Damn. All y'all been talking about is one wish. One wish, wow. one wish, one. All through the promo, everything. Y'all can't get enough of one wish. Let Ray J get his song off. All y'all niggas just mad because y'all don't own y'all hits. That's what I, I said. I own all my shit. Ray J, that's what I said. I own all my shit. It got very messy. This was basically a synopsis of what happened was this tweet. Tonight's verses, Marion Omarion, two hours late. Ray J had one hit. Sammy sung one wish better than Ray J. Pleasure P was grinding all over the place. Bobby B was out of breath. And Ray J was babysitting on stage. 
All we asked for was a Marion and Mario. Somebody else says, me sitting here watching this ghetto shit. Why was Pleasure P hunching on the dancer? Why was Ray J singing and drinking with Casamigos? Why did Sammy think he was getting another record deal? I cannot. Hashtag versus. When I tell you social media was dragging versus last night. It was so funny. And the thing I don't get is, Ray J, sir, I'm going to need you to be humble, okay? Because you wrote my song. Like, it's to the point now where this is not my song anymore because you killed it for me. First of all, why did why was he holding that hefty baby? Okay? Because <laughs> at first I was so confused. I'm like, <laughs> is, this, is this one of the fans' kids? Is he just hugging a fan? Like, <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I thought maybe he was hugging somebody's baby. And then he got to walking with the child. I said, well, he's not putting the baby down. And then the baby finally turned his head. And I said, oh, shit, that's his son. I said, well, that's a big baby. That's, you know, that's a full-grown toddler. I know he can walk. He's at least in 3T. Why are you up there holding that little boy? No, you know toddlers be heavy, huh? They eat better than us adults. <laughs> you know toddlers, they don't miss no damn meals. I said, why is he up there holding that heavy toddler trying to sing one wish? The baby didn't want no parts. My ears was hurt listening to that bullshit. I said, damn, that poor baby's ears. The baby was looking around like, damn, who let the cat out? <laughs> Last night was so damn funny. And then he had the nerve to try and blame baby Epic. Well, you know I was holding the baby. Nobody told you the baby sit on stage, Ray J. You know damn well Princess was there. Princess was watching baby Melody. She could have, you know, watched your son too. Okay, he used that baby as an excuse. Cause like I said at first, I thought it was a fan's child. I thought he was hugging, you know, you know who like to, you know, hug and kiss on babies and shit. I thought that's what that was. I said, well, whose baby he got on stage? <laughs> and it ended up being his son. And so I, I, I felt like that was a distraction. Why are you holding this big toddler on stage singing? He used that baby to distract from his damn singing. Okay, he knew damn well he wasn't gonna be able to blow with one wish. And you know, when people, you know, people try to use their kids as a shield and shit. If I have my baby, they won't drag me. Shit. <laughs> Not on Twitter. They were going in on him and the and the baby. I'm like, dang, leave the baby alone. He innocent. He just want to be with his daddy. He don't know what's going on. Okay, but yeah, that shit had me cracking up. I see he's really out here with a whole toddler singing one wish. I see why Princess was like, no, you got this. He was like, Princess, come out here. She was like, oh, hell, I'm going to stand right here. But that shit was funny. So now when the other three are stepping up, trying to do you a favor, Ray J, and sing the chorus, how you going to get mad? Like, he was really pissed. Let me show y'all this picture of his face. Let me see if I still have the picture on my desktop. I need to make this my screensaver. This picture had me cracking up. Let me show y'all this picture of Ray J, child. He was really mad. He started going in on folks, talking about people don't own their publishing. I said, damn, Ray J, it's shady. Look at this picture. <laughs> Ray, Ray J is legit mad. He was so pissed up there when they started singing this song. That's why Pleasure P was like, you're so damn ungrateful. You should be thankful that we're up here trying to save this song for you. Man, last night was crazy. So now, Pleasure P, that's the homie, but I'm trying to figure out why he was humping everything that was moving. 
He was just grinding up on all types of girls. He was getting super freaky. He was flirting with Brandy. Then he had some girl up there in this itty bitty bikini top. I was scared her titties was about to fall out. I said, Pleasure P was just doing the damn most. <laughs> he was doing the most up there. This versus was insane. To me, it was a lot of ego. It was a lot of ego with the verses. Um, you know, Bobby B, I think he did good. He was very breathy at times. But I just feel like they weren't really as prepared. So now there's another video. We posted this today. I guess they decided to have a conversation after the verses because a lot of the guys, they were upset. Even Pleasure P, he got mad at the end because they, they were cutting their, their, uh, their show uh, short. So near the end, they started making them wrap up. And Pleasure P was like, this is rigged. How they gonna try and stop our show? I said, brother, we love your music, but wasn't this about Omarion and Mario? Like, at what point are y'all gonna leave? It's been two hours of foolishness. <laughs> so Pleasure P was like really hot because he felt like that's not cool. We should still be allowed to just sit here and perform for, the, I guess, the next two more hours. Who knows? So they had a conversation last night. Ray J and little Sammy, who's big Sammy now, honey. He said, put some respect on his name. He's a grown man with grown man muscles and shit. I said, okay, Sam, we see you with that body. So this is what they were talking about yesterday. That's a fact. I have the biggest record in this whole fucking challenge. No matter what you play, no matter how much publishing you own, no matter how much split sheet you did, that one record is going to finish him. But the but but and we know I don't have to mention it. I don't have to mention it because you know what I'm talking about. I don't have to mention it because little Sammy is talking because it's Big Sam now. Big okay. Sam now. Right. I have the biggest record in this whole battle. All right, but and that's just that's just that's but, just the big joke. Mister Snowdown, I see you looking crazy over there. Sammy, but you don't your record. You don't own it. What do you mean I don't own it? I'm I'm 23 years in the game off of that one record, and that's just one of them. That's it. Who don't own it? You don't own your song. What are you trying to say? My you bank account says whatever different. Biggest record you My show just say about. different. You Versus don't about to show you different. Bro. The Millennium Tour just showed you different. Listen. The Vibes on Vibes Tour and just showed good. you different. It's the Saturday Tour just showed you different. The Evermaster Tour just showed you different. I'm on a run. I'm Listen. on a six-year run. As you should be. Oh, brother. okay. I'm just okay. I'm, I'm, I can keep going. I can keep going. You, you looking at, I like it, thing. you looking at, kiss me through thing, the phone. Thing. Oh, I wrote next breath for Tank, by the way, number but one. still don't own That's the pub. Thing. You talking about publishing? I own all that, my I, masters. I ain't sell my catalog. Don't. Oh, 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 oh. Yep. That's a fact. Child. So Ray J's up here blasting folks, talking about they don't own their publishing. Sam was definitely getting upset. And it's so funny because a lot of the new generation were like, who the hell is Sammy? I don't know little Sammy and I don't know big Sammy. You know, so it was very interesting He's just looking at some of the comments because there's kids who don't know who Sammy is. And Sam, you better Google me. I don't know my publishing. And folks were like, who is Sammy? Why is he so mad? Child, Sammy can sing. He was a singer back in the day. You know, he's had you know he's had a few hits. But um I don't know. I just thought this was a very interesting versus. So this was like literally two hours of just foolishness. Just them, you know, trying to sing. There was a bunch of backup dancers, and it was just a mess. But it was funny, you know. It was, it was lighthearted, you know. There were some points where it got intense, 
You know, kind of going back and forth. You know, Ray J was drunk as hell. He was. <laughs> he got a thing. Got to do some little dance. He was a whole mess. So now, after two hours, it's getting late. Okay, social media. You know, they're trying to go to bed. Folks got to work in the morning. Everybody don't. You know, everybody ain't YouTubers, and you know, we can just be up till two, three in the morning. It don't matter. Folks got to be up. But we're trying to, you know, they're trying to stay up to show support for Marion and, you know, Mario. And, you know, the B2K fans, you know, they're like, we're not 15 anymore. We're like 35. We got to be up in the morning. So then finally, Mario and Marion come out. Now, this shocked the hell out of me. Their battle. Um... Maybe I've just been stuck on Omarion's looks. Because, you know, Marion is very handsome. You know, he's always unbothered. So maybe I equated looks with singing. Bitch. Shocked the hell out of me. When Omarion got up there and started singing, I said, well, is there something wrong with my phone? I, wait. Is this how he really sings? I was shocked. Most of these guys cannot sing. Like, I was just shocked yesterday. Mario... I mean, I've always known Mario could sing, but I had assumed all of these guys could sing. Mario! Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Killed it. Pleasure P killed it. Sammy killed it. Bobby wasn't too bad. I don't know what the hell happened to Omarion. And I don't know what happened to Jeremiah. Where did he come from? He came out there sounding like a, like a wet chicken. You can't make this shit up. Let me go ahead and I'll play y'all this chaotic battle. That we waited all night for. Waited all night. This was a trip. You listening? Ladies. Come on. What is it say? Sing it out. It's saying somebody got to save them. For me, for me, for me. Mario's going in. You can see the little vein in his neck. He's singing his heart out. So I'm thinking, you see how Omarion's pose like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's about to be a dance battle. So I'm like, we know he can dance. He about to bring it. Child, let me go to the next slide. I'm a speed into the future. Will I meet you there? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. They was throwing shade at each other the whole time. If we tried that we could oh and to know to have a bouquet of roses. No, Jeremiah, I don't want your rose. We wanted you to come out there and sing. See, people keep coming out with distractions. Y'all got babies, roses, watermelon, booty shaking dancers, three-piece marching bands and shit. 
clarinets. Nah, we want some good old singing. I was shocked at Jeremiah coming out like that. Ugh, child. Let me give you a scream. It is. Yeah. Then Omarion, once we realized he couldn't sing, he brought out Tank. <laughs> you, can't, you can't make this up. Oh, yeah. It's more like this, nigga. Hold up. Hey. Say, oh, yeah. Ooh, I can't play too much. Damn, you know the copyright. Mario was killing it. Was killing it. Okay, so this is the part where Omarion and Orion. Granted, they're both fine. But I'm not impressed by y'all's watermelon, coochie eating, you know what I'm saying, shenanigans. Okay? We wanted y'all to sing. We wanted you to sing, Omarion. I don't want to know how good you eat, you know what I'm saying, the box. I kind of figured you knew what you was doing in that department, okay? But here they go, sucking on watermelon. <laughs> we got props. Even though you're all alone, all alone when I am gone, I just want to keep you warm. I'm coming back. Yes, I'll be thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, we got a chance to see things from both sides. You know, and. Oh, child. <laughs> that was my response to the battle. Omarion lost. He needs to change his draws from unbothered to bothered. Okay? And this really just exposed a lot of people last night. Like, this says, yo, these live shows be exposing a lot of y'all real non-vocal skills, okay? It was a mess. It, yesterday was a mess. It was a fun mess. Don't get me wrong. I had a good time. It was nice to see all these, you know, handsome men on stage. But I was highly disappointed. Um, I think the issue for me is you can tell who is still hungry, who still, like, wanted it. You know what I'm saying? You can tell Sammy's looking for some, for some type of record deal, honey. Sammy wasn't playing. He said he ain't about to blow this damn opportunity. Oh, he sung like the damn rent was due. Pleasure P's trying to make his comeback. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's solo dolo. He's not signed to anybody. He's doing his thing now. So Pleasure P took it very, very seriously. Ray J ain't going to turn down the check. Let's just say that. Okay? Ray J going to do love and hip-hop. He's going to do couples therapy. He's going to do, uh, he's not, he's on the new College Hill show. Ray J ain't turning down no damn check. So we know Ray J was going to be willing to come out there, but he didn't take it seriously. This, thank you, who said that, Elizabeth? This was nothing but a bunch of pretty privilege, okay? All these fine-ass men with nice bodies and shit, horrible singing voices. Imagine if that was a bunch of women up there. Imagine if that was Maya, Brandy. Monica, Ashanti, Keisha Cole, Mary J. Blige. Imagine that was like, you know, a crop of female singers and they sign it like that. Social media would be roasting them right now. I mean, these guys are getting roasted too, but it's different. It's not as harsh. It's like, oh, well, at least they look fine. Oh, at least Amari, I know how, you know how to work in the bedroom. It's like all these little, you know, slight taps. But if there was female sounding like that, shit. <laughs> it would be a whole nother story. Like, I was just very, very surprised. Especially when I was just 
Omarion blew me away because I just really thought, oh my God, this is going to be a dope battle. I mean, I get he was in B2K. Was that the best lineup because he wasn't really solo with them? He was only solo for a short time. But, you know, people called him the leader of B2K. You know, he was the main face of the movement, right? So I just knew he was going to bring it. You know, if you don't do it for anybody else, do it for, you know, the memory of B2K. I was just very shocked. It was just, it was trash for Marianne. I was, I was highly bothered. <laughs> I was like, wait, he can't sing? Like, I was already in shock with the stunt that Ray J pulled with One Wish, which is my damned song. So I was already, like, you know, upset about that foolishness. So I'm like, okay, well, maybe that was just the, you know, the, the prequel. Now we're here for the grand finale, and he didn't bring it at all. He didn't even attempt to bring it, but he did bring it. He didn't manage to bring watermelon. You know, that's the point, though. It's like, that's how you know you can tell real talent. I'm not saying he's not talented overall, because he can sing. You know, he's a great writer, you know, but as far as what I saw on stage, that was just a bunch of mess right there. You know, it was a lot of distractions. And that's the thing, when you're when you really home in your craft and you know what you're doing, you don't need distractions. You don't need to come out there and do a jig with watermelon and shit. I'm like, somebody called Umar Johnson. <laughs> they out here wilding. You know, they don't come out with watermelons and they're eating the watermelon. Sir, we're not here to measure your coochie eating abilities. We just want you to sing a damn good song, which he was unable to do. He done drug tank out there. I said, Tank is old like us. He should be at home resting. Y'all got this man on stage singing what Amarion should be singing. <laughs> and then Mario came out was like, Tank, I got this. And then Mario just blew down the house. So, you know, I really like that. I, I like the fact that some of them took it very seriously. Okay? Because at the end of the day, you know, this is a blessing. You know, you're introducing yourself to like a generation of kids who didn't know who some of these people were. A lot of kids, like my kids, they're young, so they only know Ray J from loving hip-hop, from, you know, television. They don't know that Ray J even sang. Wasn't Jack Harlow out here a few weeks ago talking about he didn't even know Ray J and Brandy were brother and sister? I call bullshit, but that's what he said. So a lot of people know these guys for different things. They may not know them for their music or they weren't around, you know, when Mario first hit the scene. But um, to see Mario take it seriously, you can tell, child, he said... So he ain't gonna fuck up this bag. He ain't gonna fuck up this opportunity. And he took it seriously. And I hope a lot of opportunities come to Mario. He did really good. Um, as far as Omarion, um, maybe he'll release a sex tape. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I was just very disappointed in Omarion. I was like, <laughs> I thought you could sing. I thought you was the glue that held, you know what I'm saying, B2K together. But from what I was reading in my comment sections, they were saying that Omarion was never really the singer of B2K. I don't know who it was, but y'all can write it in the, in the comment section. I don't know. <laughs> was it Rasby? <laughs> Lil, Lil Fizz smokes too much weed, so I don't know who the main singer was in the group. Um, you know, because they were kind of after my time. But a lot of people said that Omarion had never been a strong singer. Rasby was the singer. Jay Boog, okay, was Jay Boog was the main one. Yeah, Jay Boog is fine too. Yeah, I was disappointed. The, all these guys are just looks. They're just, you know, they're just handsome guys. I mean, imagine just, it just shows like a lot of stuff is just auto-tuned. 
You know, so I told myself, I said, after what I saw last night, I am not beating myself up. Y'all know how I come on live and I'll just start singing. Y'all be like, T, you can't sing. I don't give a shit. Your favorites can't either. Now, how about that? If I had one wish, we'd be best. <laughs> I'm not beating myself up. I was like, damn, why can't I sing like Mariah Carey? Shit. A lot of these folks can't sing at all. So, I feel no ways. So, this, for all y'all regular people, sing your heart out. Damn it. Stand up in the middle of the subway train and just sing. You know what I'm saying? Walk down the street. Just sing to your heart's content. Because after last night, it proves half of these people can't sing at all. <laughs> all they got is, a, all they have is name recognition. Because that voice recognition went bye-bye. Okay, I didn't recognize them voices that came on that stage yesterday. I mean, Jeremiah, what? I, I, like, what was that about? And had to know to have a, a damn bouquet of roses. If you don't go sit your ass down and go take some vocal lessons, like what? Like what is this? <laughs> I, was, I was so disappointed with the verses last night, y'all. I was like, this can't be life because they were serious. Everybody was dressed well. They all look like they smell good. Cologne, aftershave lotion, and shea butter. I bet you that's what that stage smelled like. And then for them to get up there and just do what they did, very disappointed. Very disappointed. They were a hot mess. Let me go here and read some of these comments. Uh, let's see here. We're up to 7,000 people. Thank y'all for coming back. Thank y'all. I hope y'all are enjoying the stream. Uh, let's see here. Tiffany Badger sent $19.99. Thank you, sis. Appreciate you. Uh, Motherland says, I feel like you always go live when I'm at work, but keep up the amazing work, T. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, sis. Uh, Dexter Davis and 499 says, they were singing like it was karaoke night at Applebee's. Thank you. I've seen people do karaoke and take it more seriously than that. Now, I sh I've never showed y'all my karaoke tape. We recorded it a few months ago. I'm going to show it one day. I don't, you know me, I ain't got no shame, child. I just never posted it. But when I was in Atlanta back in October, we was all at this restaurant. I think it's called Blue. Blue, so not Blue Flame, not the strip club. It was something blue. We were in Midtown. And so, you know, I'm minding my business. I'm eating, you know what I'm saying? Eating my fish, eating chips and shit. Minding my business. All of a sudden, somebody's like, uh, next singer, Lovely Tea. I said, oh, there's another Lovely Tea in the building? Shit, I can't find out eating. They're like, Lovely T, get up here. And I'm looking around like, who the fuck is Lovely T? <laughs> I'm really looking around like, who the fuck is Lovely T that's in here about to get up here for all these people and sing? So, they're steadily calling my name. And so, Fred was like, you need to get up there and go sing. People are waiting. They don't. I said, why are you calling me? I said, I don't sing. They're like, no, we got the perfect song for you. So, now I'm just like, everybody's like, Lovely T, get up here. And these people don't, I don't think they know who I am. They don't know I'm on YouTube. They don't know that shit. They're just like, if this girl don't get up here because it was like a line of people, they were ready to go next. So I'm like, damn, they don't, they don't call my name 15 times. So I get up there. I said, I'm not going to sing by myself. I said, y'all got to come up here too. So it's me, friend, this other guy. <coughs> Tell me why they started playing Understanding by Escape. Because <laughs> you know everybody says I look like Tamika. So they start playing Understanding. And it was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here singing Trying to get it And we sounded so bad And everybody's just looking I'm looking at the crowd They're just sitting back Just looking at us like Like
like just just pan face. And so I'm like, okay, come on, y'all. We gotta, you know, we gotta like keep going. <laughs> and we're trying so hard. What I need from you. Like we're just singing our hearts out. This shit was so damn funny. So then after we got done, you know, they, you know, people clap, they were nice. They like five people clap. I was like, thank y'all, thank y'all so much. <laughs> so I get off the stage, right? So now the next guy comes on after me and he blew the house down. I said, yes, yeah, he, he looking for a record deal. He got it that he was built and shit. He took it so seriously. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, well, we see you. <laughs> but yeah, that's what that felt like. You're so right, Dexter. It felt like it was karaoke night. It didn't feel like something as serious as verses with thousands and thousands of people watching. But yeah, I'm going to look for that video. Y'all going to laugh. Because we was like really up there singing for like a good three minutes. And by the end, I was feeling myself too. I was trying to dance and, you know what I mean, sway back and forth and shit. <laughs> I thought I was doing it. You know what I mean? And then we tried to hit the little high note. It was so funny. Karaoke's funny. That was my first time ever doing karaoke because I always felt like, no, I can't sing, so I don't need to go up there. But they made me. And it was cool. I would do it again. I sure would. Especially after this debacle, have no shame. Y'all going up there doing karaoke night, sing your heart out. Remember how Ray J sang on a national stage that he was paid to be. He was paid to be there. And y'all see the work that he put in. So y'all do the same thing at karaoke at Applebee. <laughs> oh my goodness. Let me see here. C. Johnson says, happy Friday, Auntie. Eddie Ray J King had me hollering. He's wrong for blaming the baby on those struggle vocals. Love you. Yes, he was. I said, I know he didn't. He done drug that heavy toddler up there and then try to blame him. <laughs> um, let's see here. Nola Dylan says, not bringing the baby on stage and blaming the baby. What the F? Laugh my ass off. Thank you, Nola Dylan. Um, Brittany Good, Senpai says, hey, T, I'm one of your more shy tea sippers. Been watching you since the woman with 15 kids. Love you. Keep doing your thing. Thank you so much, sis. Appreciate you. Love you, too. Um, Iron Rose says, hey, T, you look great. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in, Iron Rose. Uh, Khalees Frenry. Pronounced Khalees. Okay, that's a different way to spell it. Thank you. She said 1999. She says, this is my first super chat. Love catching your lives. That versus was a hot mess dot gov. Did you hear about Amber Rose's new song? G-Y-H-O, get your hoe on, LOL, love you T, no, I did not know that Amber Rose had a new song, now it like, but remember, she was the same one crying and calling people hoes when her baby daddy kept cheating, I said not the queen of the slut walk, slut shaming folks, and now she got a song once again perpetuating whole culture, you can't make this shit up, but thank you so much for the super chat love, uh, Winter Talks Life says T, you are cracking me up, this was the first battle. This was the first verses I watched in real time. Pure entertainment. Yeah. There's been a few of them that I've been able to catch that were just funny. But this was crazy. I mean, just the, the first two hours with the other four guys. With Ray J, Sammy, Pleasure P, and Bobby V. That alone could have been its own verses. Like, that was just funny. And then to, like, have all this anticipation. Because by the time they got done, folks were over it. People wanted to go to bed. Wanted to have a drink. And go lay down. 
But you know, people want to support Mario and Omarion, so then for that, for them the fuckery to happen with Omarion and Jeremiah, it was like, is this a continuation of what we just saw for to the past two hours? So that whole battle was just super funny. So thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Ray J should have been called E and J. <laughs> thank you, Black Ice. Thanks for coming through, love. Uh, Princess Peach says, waiting for Pleasure P to spill the tea on the next live show about Ray J. I know, I want to get a hold of Pleasure and see if he will come and do another interview. So, um, they were trying to, one of the blogs were saying that they had gotten into a fight. I don't believe it though. Um, I wasn't able to verify with anybody, so I don't believe it. I think it was just one of the blogs being messy. Let me see if I still have it up. Yeah, let me show y'all. They're the only ones I saw it on. I didn't see anybody else reporting it, so I don't believe it. But they're saying that Ray J and Pleasure P allegedly got into a fight at the verses when the cameras were off. But like I said, I haven't seen anybody else say that, so I don't believe it. But I would like to talk to Pleasure and see, you know what I'm saying, what the hell were they thinking? Well, he did his thing, but, you know, the other one, oh, I don't know what happened. Uh, let's see here. Yolanda Drinker, thank you for the $20 super chat. Appreciate you, sis. Um, S. Thomas says, T, hey, T, hey, Discord family. We're lit tonight. This versus was more tense than the, J than the Jeezy and Gucci, but I was here for it. I'm Keisha at three in the Discord. Love you, hon. Love you, too, and thank you for coming through, sis. Um, it's I'm Baby set 1999 says, the girls are fighting. This week has been crazy. Love you, T. Keep up the blessed and fruitful work. Congratulations on the meet and greet. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thanks for coming through. Um, let's see here. It's on baby. Says, here goes another super chat. Honestly, T, between Justin Timberlake's Beat Your Feet and the versus battle, I don't know what's more mediocre. That was so funny. You know what was so interesting about the whole Beat Your Feet situation? You know, I'm not from D.C., but, um, you know, I know a few people in D.C., but I, I've never heard of Beat Your Feet and the whole go-go thing. Like, I didn't really know nothing about it personally. Like, I know house music. Like, that's what we mainly had in the Midwest was house music. But I didn't know about the whole go-go culture. So that's one thing I will say about Justin Timberlake, that it made, like, it forced me to go Google what the hell he was doing. What is this Beat Your Feet? You know, so I, I, I Googled it, and it was, it's really dope. It's like a really, the way he did it was not how you're supposed to do it, though. Let me show y'all the video in case you missed it. Justin Timberlake was out here dressed like a damn junior high English teacher. I'm like, damn, I feel like we getting, oh, man, I remember when he was part of NSYNC, and he could dance his ass off, and he was handsome back then. He looked like a middle school teacher. DC, keep your feet. <laughs> That's my response to the whole thing right there. And of course, I have to use Janet Jackson. I don't know. I said, I just, I don't get it. I don't understand why he tried to beat his feet. Nobody asked for this. And so, you know, I asked the good people of DC. I said, Is this how y'all dance in DC? Because I've never heard of this. 
and a bunch of people from D.C. would send me messages and DMs. No, that ain't how we dance. He doesn't know how to beat his feet. And so some people send me videos. So I got to see like how the real people in D.C. beat their feet. And it looked nothing like what Justin did. But, you know, it was all in, you know, good fun. You know, he definitely um, got his, you know, invite to the cookout revoked after that damn dance. And then I don't know if y'all saw, there was a video of Genuine. He... Yes, you know, everybody's getting older. You know what I mean? We all age. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing the same moves I was doing 10, 15 years ago. Shit. I be trying, though. Y'all see me in the club? I was twerking on a few of my tea sippers, bitch. Sure was. <laughs> y'all wasn't ready. But, um, you know, I couldn't twerk for long. Shit. Y'all don't have Meg to stay on your knees. I couldn't twerk for long. Just a little bit, and then I stopped. <laughs> but, um, whatchamacallit, Genuine's video went viral. It would take me a minute to Google it. But y'all remember the song Pony? Now, y'all remember, like, how he wasn't Pony. You know, he had six-pack abs. He was fine. He was doing that little dance and shit in Pony. If you're horny. He done went on somebody's stage. It looked like he was moving furniture. He... Y'all got to Google the video of Genuine dancing to Pony. It happened, like, two weekends ago. Let me see if I can find it. It was such like a funny ass video. And I'm just like, no, this, can, this can't be Genuine the Bachelor. He looked like Genuine the, the U-Haul mover. Like, what the hell is he doing? Like not Genuine. Let me see if I can find it here. Oh, it was a mess. Look, since I put in his name dancing in 2002. I, is this it? Oh yeah, this is it. Y'all got to see this. This was two weeks ago. Let me share it with y'all. Hopefully the music ain't playing. Uh, I might have to mute the music. Let me see. Okay, so that was him before. That's his dance now. <laughs> and he was so proud of himself too. Like, half of them have a serious face and shit. Genuine, let it go, baby. Let it go. Yeah. So I don't know what, what's happening to our greats. Okay. Our greats are like, I don't know if they just don't want to get older or they're not realizing they're getting older and they're still trying to be young, child. But between Justin Timberlake, Genuine, and the fiasco that we saw last night, I, I don't know. I don't know. That was a mess. Yeah. It looked like he was moving a couch. <laughs> Oh my goodness, but thank you for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. <coughs> um, TJ says Jeremiah looked like looked and sounded like he was on powder. Yeah, that was really bad. Like he reminded me like in the movies, you know how like them crackheads. <laughs> Not trying to be disrespectful, but like you know how movies like them crackheads that the ones that abandoned their family and shit, like. Like in the woman of Brewster's place, or just whatever movie where like a man has abandoned their family and they try to come back after like five years, they always come with like a hat and you know, flowers and shit. Like anybody see your crackhead ass in five years, what you want? <laughs> That's what he came off like. I haven't seen Jeremiah in years. And here he come tiptoeing on stage with a bouquet of flowers, singing and shit off key. <laughs> 
That's what it reminded me of. The little crackhead daddies that are trying to get back in our lives and shit. Like, no, you keep your crackhead ass over there. We've grown up. We're fine. <laughs> yeah, man, that was a mess. That was a mess. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Sappy J says, Ray J walked over, got his kid. <laughs> Got his kid and then blamed him. Omarion said he couldn't hear himself and never went to, to fix it. <laughs> Mario said this was my show. Love you, T. Enjoy LA. Thank you so much. No, Omarion got too many too many excuses. First of all, if it was his microphone, while Mario was blowing the house down, Omarion should have been getting his microphone fixed. Or his earpiece, whatever. So my thing is, if he couldn't hear or something going on with his earpiece, then at that point, he would have let them know. And they're not going to allow him to just be up there with a bad earpiece. So he could have got that fixed. So I think he's telling some tall tales. You know what I mean? He's telling some tales. Um, let's see here. Lena says, like the chat, y'all. Yes, please hit that like button, you guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. Um... Kendallin Cooper says, Omarion was sounding like a billy goat. I've been known he couldn't sing for real. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, Just Boy says, hey T, you're such an inspiration to me. You make me want to work hard and create my own table. I'm excited to say I will be attending Spellman in the fall. And I'm grateful for your words of wisdom. That is so dope. Congratulations to you. And thanks for coming through. That is really nice. That's a good school. So congrats on getting in. Um, let's see here. Yasmin says, good to see you, T. Did you see the lame shade Omarion threw at the members of B2K? I've always believed he's bothered and he proved it. Um, I seen when Mario bought out like the fake B2K guys. I might have missed the shade. What did Omarion say? I might have missed that. But thank you for the super chat, love. Um... Uh, Tratrizi says uh, Sammy is underrated He needs people to know Who he is he's really dope Yeah Sammy's always been dope I just don't I think once he You know got out of that cute kid phase They just didn't know what to do with him But like Tam, uh, Sammy's very talented And then on top of that he's a really talented Songwriter as well Him and Pleasure P they've written a lot of like Good hits that people would be shocked To know that they wrote so hopefully with him coming and being on that versus battle, that's going to spark new interest in his music because Sammy has some good songs. Um, Kiwana Love says, I said that Mario was going to win that battle, but the naysayers were voting in packs for Marion. Love you and your content team. Been following you for close to six years. Child, weren't them Marion fans quiet? Oh, they was loud as hell before the battle. Amarion, Amarion, Amarion. Oh, they was oh, they were screaming his name all up and down Twitter, Instagram. Child after that battle, I went to them same Amarion pages. It was just crickets. Um, good night, you guys. I'll see y'all in the morning. <laughs> them Amarion fans, they lied about the internet. Went right to bed. They're like, fuck this shit. We out. <laughs> oh yeah. Them Omarion fans, that's what I'm telling you, they were, they had his back, they were there, because a lot of the Omarion fans, let's keep it real, they're B2K fans, so they were going hard, all week, oh, Omarion got this, who's Mario, Mario who, Mario and Luigi, Super Mario Brothers, uh, Mario's Pizza, oh, they had all types of jokes for Mario, 
Mario showed y'all who he was. Okay. Y'all find out who he was that night. <laughs> that Mamarion fans is quiet as hell. Thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Uh, hold on. Ooh, just refreshed itself. Uh, Silver Joystick sent 20 says, Hey, lovely T. I grew up listening to these young men. I will always cherish the artist. They were in their primes. They really gave us music that we could be proud of, and they celebrated life. Thank you for all you do. You are so welcome. And yeah, all of these guys had like major hits. You know, that's why it was just like very interesting to see them not take it, well, some of them, not take it as seriously. Because these were like some of like, these were like our generation's temptations and um, I don't know, whatever old school singers from back in the day. Like this is, you know what I'm saying? Like our generation's version. And I just don't see the temptations getting up there not taking it seriously. You know, I see them still putting in work and doing the little dances and everything else. So I just kind of wish that a lot of them would have took it more seriously, um, particularly Ray J, you know, just butchering my song. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, they have a lot, like between all these guys, they have a great catalog. So I'm sure they're going to see their numbers definitely go up on the stream, you know, situation as far as like Spotify, Apple. They're going to get a lot of views on YouTube because all that last night was really a lot of nostalgia. So I think that's definitely going to help them. Even the ones who couldn't sing, they're still going to get a bump in revenue. Trust and believe. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Mama Gotti sent 10 says, Omarion oh, could never sing with his fine self. Mario always had fire vocals. Mario sings like Joe from the 90s. They are both underrated yet phenomenal vocalists. O'Melon is still fine though Not you calling him O'Melon That's going to be his new name for right from now on But yeah um, Mario and Joe are definitely underrated I love Joe's music Definitely Thank you for the super chat um, Ashley Graham says I was there last night And trust me Nobody knows any of them Omarion songs Yeah The only Omarion song I really remember Is that Icebox song the other ones he was singing, I was like, okay, bring on Mario. <laughs> I don't know what the step song. You know what I mean? So I feel you. Let's see here. Um, Aaron Moore says, hey, T, love you and your channel. Been following you since the Prince intro. If you had to pick, who do you think Mario should have went against instead of Omari on? Hmm. You know what, I think it would have been interesting if it was Mario and Sammy, to be honest with you, because they're both kind of underrated. They both can sing, and they were both out around the same time. I think that would have been dope. I think Pleasure P, because he was in a band, you know, and so was Omarion, I think that would have been, a, you know, like a dope battle as well. Of course, Omarion would have lost to Pleasure P, but I think that would have made a bit more sense. Oh, yeah, like somebody even said Lloyd. Lloyd's another good one. He was, around, he was out around that time as well. If we wanted to pick somebody outside of the battle, Lloyd would be good. And Lloyd can really sing. Lloyd has a lot of, like, vocal talent. So I think that would have been dope to see both of them. Um, let's see here. Uh, Tiffany A. says, love you, T. Can you shout out my boyfriend, Desmond? I'm trying to turn him into a tea sipper. Shout out to Desmond. I'm going to need you to subscribe, Desmond, okay? Thanks. <laughs> Don't be over here sipping with your girlfriend and not showing support, Desmond. We got a lot of male tea sippers, too. So thank you both for supporting. Thank you for the super chat, sis. <laughs> um, let's see here. Gustavo says, it was a battle of egos last night. 
Mario is still fine though. Yes. You can definitely see the egos, especially with the four guys in the first, you know, versus battle, quote unquote. There's definitely a lot of ego there. And especially with Ray J like getting offended when they were singing his song and then saying, Oh, y'all don't own y'all's publishing. Like Ray J was showing was throwing a lot of shade. You know, and Pleasure P was giving it right back. So there was definitely some ego on that stage. But hopefully they left all the ego on the stage. And you know they're they're all cool, you know what I'm saying, after the fact. So we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. Um, let's see here. Terrell Elon says, Hey Auntie, I love you and your work. Thank you so much. Hashtag my first super chat. Thanks for coming through. Appreciate you, love. So yeah, I've been on here for an hour already. Ooh, damn time be flying. Let me go ahead. I want to get on the next topic before I go, because I have to um we're in LA, so it's still early. It's like six o'clock out here. So there's quite a few events going on tonight that I have to go to. So um, I just wish I would have had more time if we didn't have all these the internet issues earlier. But it looks like everything's working fine now. So from now on, I'll just use my MiFi and we'll be good to go. So let me go ahead. I have to talk about this really quick before I go. This whole situation with Caesar from Black Ink. Now you guys know. We've all been watching Black Ink from day one for many years, you know, and we've seen Caesar grow. We've seen him, you know, basically, you know, open up all these companies and create all these jobs and franchises. Well, what ended up happening is that two days ago he was caught beating a dog. I'm assuming it's his dog. And it was caught on the ring alarm. Um, one of the neighbor's ring alarms caught it. And, you know, typical world that we live in, instead of calling the police to go, you know, possibly save the dog, they took the video and sent it to gossip in the city. <laughs> you know how folks do. We're not going to call, you know, animal protection. We're going to send it to the blogs. So they sent it to gossip in the city. And, of course, Fee posted it. And it went viral all over social media. Um, I'm not going to show y'all the video because it's very disturbing. But I wanted to show y'all what Donna said. Donna from Black Ink, a.k.a. Big Mama, she came on and she said the following. I'm not going to show the video. So Donna says, if you can treat a dog like this, it shows how sick of a person you truly are. I don't even get into the life of this man, but this video made me so upset. Anyone who knows me knows I love animals, especially dogs. Even after he beat his daughter up at VH1 and at Viacom International, and the new Black Ink crew producers try to protect Caesar, even made up fake conflicting storylines about my relationship to do it. Now this cannot be undone. I pray the people see you, Caesar Black Ink, as the monster you are. Your, your karma has been adding up for years, but to do this to an innocent dog, this is crazy. Change it, charges need to be pressed and cancellations need to be made. The world is watching. Everyone must be held accountable. Can't change the narrative. <coughs> so that is what Donna had to say. And I don't disagree with Donna, but Donna, weren't you beating up on Alex? Weren't you knocking your boyfriend out on Black Ink, ma'am? You know what I'm saying? Like, she was, like, putting hands on Alex. Alex was embarrassed to, you know what I'm saying, file charges and, you know, tell what really happened. So, you know... While Caesar is shit for what he did, and even the whole situation with his daughter, Donna, you be putting hands on folks too, child, okay? So now, uh, VH1 finally spoke out, 
after a lot of pressure. This is what VH1 had to say. They said, we have made a decision to cut ties with Caesar Emanuel from Black Ink Crew New York. Since next season was close to finishing production, this decision will not impact the upcoming season. So they basically got rid of Caesar. Now, what I find very interesting about that is the fact that, you know, they went to, like, fire him. But, you know, a lot of people on Black Ink have been involved in a lot of mess. He has. And it's very interesting how even the situation with his daughter. And granted, it wasn't like there was a video. It was basically her word against his. But that was kind of pushed to the side, right? But with this dog situation, it came out really, really, like, consequences came out very quickly but again y'all know you know white folks don't play about their animals especially their dogs they don't play about that you know what i'm saying you can you can beat up on black folks you can kill black people in walmart you can do all types of shit but you touch a dog that's the final straw for us so they got rid of him so now caesar is coming and he's talking about the situation um he's claiming that um it's not what we think it is you know, our eyes are deceiving us. So let me play y'all what Caesar says. He claims it's some type of inside job. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. He has all these conspiracies. Okay, is this video going to work or not? Let me see. I think TMZ. The video on TMZ is frozen. So let me see if I can. I know the shade room had posted it. Let me walk on over to the shade room, honey. See if I can pull their video. Or maybe it's my internet. Maybe my internet is acting crazy. Hold on. Okay. Okay, it looks like it's coming up. Now let me go look for the video. Because I know they had just posted it. Or maybe it wasn't them that posted it, huh? Let me check Hollywood on that. I know somebody posted it. Because I want y'all to hear his explanation of um, what happened with his dog. I'm not buying it, but I want y'all to hear it. Okay, here it is. Yeah. All right, let me go ahead and um, share my screen. Give me just a second. Okay. I know the footage. You know, everybody's seen. It looks crazy. Even me looking at it look crazy. But it's a moment in time which I wish I could take back. I came home. My dogs was attacking each other. And I don't mean like the regular just play fighting. I mean like they was going for each other's necks. Basically trying to kill each other. Right. I separate the dogs. Now, one of the dogs attacked me. What I did was... Open the garage door trying to escalate it, but I was nervous. I'm not going to tell you, you no lie. Exactly. I was nervous and I was scared. 
So at the end of the day, I was trying to back the dog down. I was honestly trying to skim. And not one time was I trying to abuse this dog. All I was trying to do was get him back in his cage. And the way the video was set up is like, <laughs> I'm not gonna make no excuses for myself. I should have behaved better, but that's not me with being cruel to animals or anything like that. Look, I know the footage, you know, everybody's seen. I'm, I'm not that, I'm not that, yo. What I did was a mistake and that was just it. Right, so that was your dog. That was my dog. Right. And at the end of the day, what people have to understand, that was a moment. My dogs are perfectly well. Honestly, I gave one to my friend Chris and the other one is completely fine. Both of them are completely so healthy and fine. Do you still have the dog that was in the situation that you give that dog away? I gave one of the dogs away because like I told you, they couldn't be together. They was trying to kill each other. So I gave one of them away and I kept the other one and got it in disciplinary school, with dog school, I should say, with both of us going and I was properly trained how to manage a dog. I'll be honest with you, some way because that, that, the way I'm being portrayed is just like, That's not my character. How did you find out? Where were you when you found out that you were fired from the show? I mean, it's funny. I was in the shop. I was in the shop and I seen it on Instagram. And everybody kept hitting me. I started getting wild death threats. And death threats? Random people online, like just leaving was, messages for you. It's crazy, man. I had to turn off my, I had to really turn off my comments because it got too crazy. Because I'll be honest with you, I'm really a private person, even though people see me on TV, I'm a celebrity. It was like, it, it got crazy for me, like my mom's, everything. So you feel scared for your safety? I am scared for my safety. Like, this says some way because not something that I take lightly like this right. is something very serious not something that I take lightly like alright let me come back on the screen child whoo y'all done threaten the shit out of Caesar I've never heard Caesar sound like that or look like that you know again I just find it very interesting when it comes to them animals child the internet don't play you know people didn't go this hard when he was accused of beating his daughter but, um, you know, you touch a dog, they're coming out with the death threats and the firing. And you know what's so crazy when you think about this? Um, I couldn't even really finish watching the video. I think I, I watched the first smack and, like, I literally almost dropped my phone and I just, I closed out of it. I'm not going to sit there and take in the energy of somebody beating an innocent animal. I think that's very sadistic and psychotic because animals cannot defend themselves, you know, and... And I, I've never had a pet, right? I told you I don't do I don't do dogs and cats and all that stuff. We just weren't raised with pets. Um, I've had a goldfish or two. That's about the extent of it. But what I what I and I might be wrong, but y'all dog people who have pets and stuff, y'all can tell me this: if the dogs are that volatile towards each other, because usually people's animals get along just fine. I would think it's the energy, it's the environment. You know, if you're if you're bringing them together and it's a comfortable environment. Why are they not living in harmony? And I'm not saying that, you know, animals don't get into it because they can be like people and be temperamental and, you know, bigger. But he said that they were fighting each other that was so violent that he was scared of the dog. 
well, why is the dog so violent? You know, are, are they being trained to be violent? Are they being bred that way? You know, because I've seen like videos of people like, you know, training their dogs to be fighters and they make them very aggressive because to me that doesn't make any sense. Like, why would these dogs just be so aggressive towards each other? If it's a loving, caring environment, I would think, okay, so somebody gave me bullseye. Okay, so I'm, I'm okay, so even though I don't have pets, I'm, th I'm kind of thinking in the way of children, right? Okay, so I am hitting on something. That's what was just kind of weird to me because think about it even with kids. If it's a safe and loving environment, of course kids might argue and get into it every now and then, call names, stick their tongues out. That's what damn kids do. But they shouldn't be running around the house chasing each other with knives. They shouldn't be trying to kill each other and choke each other to death. You know, animals and kids, they emulate the energy in the household. They emulate what they see. So were these dogs, you know, fighting dogs? And so once they seen each other, they were just going at it. Because for them to be fighting that hard is very just weird. And to the point where he had to use a chair to, quote unquote, break up the fight or to calm down the one dog. That says a lot. I, that's usually not in a dog's nature to be that aggressive and violent unless people are breeding them and raising them and training them that way. And this is from somebody who doesn't even have a pet. Okay, but I've watched enough documentaries on Mike Vick. <laughs> okay, in that whole situation, if I ever do get a pet, I know how to damn raise it. But I ain't got time. You see, I'm in a hotel right now. When I ain't got time to have no damn dog and shit. You got to walk it and take it to the vet. That's like having a whole other child. But yeah, he beat that ch the dog with a chair. So I, I don't know. It's, it's a bad look. Um, you know, of course he's going to try and say, well... That's not what it is. It was a setup. And then I, then I asked myself this, right? The neighbor had the ring or whatever. They said it came from the ring. But you could tell that the camera is facing Caesar's driveway. You know, like the, like the back of Caesar's house. So I don't think that that was from a ring. I think it was just from like a camera around that person's premises. But... Why would they have the camera pointed that way? Because if it's a ring alarm, I want people coming to my door. I want to be able to see them. The way the camera was angled, you could tell it's one of those cameras that they put up there. That wasn't a ring alarm camera because I have cameras around my house. That's not how ring cameras or doorbell cameras work. They don't even film from that angle. So I wonder if the neighbor put up that camera because he's been seeing things over the past few weeks few months or years or he's been feeling like these dogs are being abused because for the neighbor to be able to record that footage and have the camera pointed on his property says a lot so i wonder if there was a lot of stuff that was going on no they were saying that it wasn't his cam mika they said that it was the from what gossip in the city said it, it wasn't his cam yeah y'all know me detective t honey yeah, and I be putting, you know, I, I put shit together, honey. My tin hat be tingling. But from what Gossip in the City said, this is per her, that it came from the neighbor's ring alarm, the ring doorbell. I don't believe that it came from the doorbell because that's not the angle of a doorbell camera. The, when you look at your doorbell camera, the footage is just straight on. It's people walking up to your door. That footage that was filmed is from, like, at least the second floor of the house, the way wherever they put the camera, wherever they um, have the camera mounted, it's up high because it's looking downward at a downward angle. Bitch, I need to be a forensic detective, okay? If this YouTube thing don't work out, I 
wanting to be a forensic detective. Okay? But I believe that the neighbors have been seeing something or feeling something. And that is why they had that camera pointed that way. And people got to understand, too, you know, Caesar ain't in the projects. Okay, this is one thing if this was, you know, in the, in, the, in the mean streets of Brooklyn in the hood. You can't bring that hood booger shit to certain neighborhoods. Okay, and this is part of, you know, being new money. You got to know how to act. These neighbors are not going to play games with you. You know, they want a safe environment. They don't want violent ass dogs being trained to, you know, kill each other. And their babies are outside, you know, on their tricycle. So I'm thinking something may have been happening in the neighborhood or there were rumblings about how these dogs were being treated, hence why the neighbors started recording. And the thing is, a lot of the people are messy. They're not necessarily just going to keep the case quiet, like, oh, let me just call the police or let me just take it to, you know, to the Humane Society, whatever. They want, you know, they want punishment. They want to embarrass somebody online, to taint their brand. And that's what that neighbor did. Because the neighbor could have very much just took it to the police and, you know, to the animal shelter. They sent it to the blogs. So a lot of these, you know, celebrities and reality TV show people need to understand you are being watched. Even in your own neighborhood. And if you're doing stuff like that, you definitely have to watch it. You know, so to me, I just, I think the whole thing is messy. But I don't think it was a setup. Because at the end of the day, even if the neighbor is filming your home, like my neighbor that lived next door to me, he's a dog lover child. He got this little dog. He's always walking. It's a cute little dog, so I, you know, I deal with it. But um, I don't give a damn if he has a camera pointing at my house. He ain't going to find shit. We don't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. Even if the neighbor had this whole camera set up focus at his house, you still gave the neighbor the ammo. That was still you in the video cussing out the dog. Had a, He had this big-ass WWF chair. Waka! On the dog's head. I was like, ah, shit! Okay? I'm like, damn, I'm used to people in the ring getting hit with chairs. Not no damn dog. <laughs> that, like, that scared the hell out of me. Wasn't ready. Okay? But that's what I'm saying. That's fucked up. We could watch him get hit with chairs in WWF. We're here for that. Hit him again with the chair. We'll let it be a dog. Now the internet's mad. <laughs> Society ain't shit. Think about how sick that is. Oh, we love a good, good uh, chair fight in the ring. Oh, we're here for it. Such so some old chair fights from the nineties and stuff. They beat you till you bleed. They didn't play that. Watch that old school wrestling. I don't know if they do still do the chair thing now, but shit, back when we were growing up, oh, they bring that chair. You knew them damn wrestlers, Ultimate Warrior, Jake the Snake. Now you know if they went to. If they jumped out the ring and grabbed the damn chair, bitch. It was on and popping. They'd grab that chair. They'd make sure it was folded nice. They want all the impact and just waka, waka. <laughs> and we watch that shit as kids like, get him with the chair. Child, not when it's an animal. Whew. Caesar hit that dog. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, again, you know, you can, you can do whatever the human beings. But don't mess with them animals, honey. They're going to come for that throat. So, I don't know, Caesar. I don't know what to tell you. Um, I, I don't know. Volunteer at a shelter. You know, uh, pick up dog poop. I don't know. I don't know how you're going to fix this one. I, I have no idea. You know, but, um, yeah, okay, so Triple H. Yeah, remember that SmackDown? Child, we work with them damn chairs, honey. You know, we'll, we'll watch somebody get hit in the head and the back. 
can't walk. And we wonder why Hulk Hogan's back's all fucked up. Hulk Hogan walked like this. <laughs> he done got hit with so many chairs. You know, poor Hulk Hogan. You know, but yeah, you know, the, the humans, for the most part, they can fight back. But, you know, an animal, they can't jump on two legs and, and hit him back with a chair. You know, the other wrestler, they can jump out the ring and go grab their own damn chair. They can fight back and forth and just keep hitting each other with chairs. The dog, not so much, okay? I didn't finish the rest of the video, but I'm assuming once he hit the dog with the damn chair, the dog, you know, just fell out. I don't know what happened because I turned it off. Yeah, I'm assuming the dog just laid there and played dead until he, until he left him alone or some shit. I don't know. But at least with the wrestlers, they could fight each other with chairs. You can't do that with a dog. You know what I'm saying? Animals are innocent. So, yeah, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Good luck, Caesar. Um, moving on. <laughs> okay, let me see here. Um, let me hit on one more story, and then I got to get ready to go. Give me just a second. I wanted to, who was it? Uh, Summer Walker. Yeah, I wanted to hit on that real quick. Child, Summer Walker's back. And, of course, she's talking about her baby daddy. Good old London on the track. So this is what Summer Walker had to say. She had an interview with Essence. Um, as we all know, the Essence Festival is coming up in New Orleans. So that's coming up soon here. So she did an interview with Essence Magazine. And shout out to Essence. I'm glad that they're still in the game. We got to support these black publications. You know, they're getting a lot of these good interviews. So, you know, y'all keep on going to Essence. Don't just be running the Vogue all the damn time. Support Essence. They've been around for a long time. So she looked really beautiful in the Essence magazine. Um, it's called The Soul of Summer. So Summer Walker speaks about motherhood. And this is what she said. Uh, she... Summer says she's juggling motherhood with her hectic schedule, and it can get really hard. It's really stressful, and it really is a lot of sacrifice. Sometimes it's like, is it worth it? Then they smile and make your day, and the answer is yes. Summer did throw a little shade at her baby daddy, London on the track, when talking about one thing she wishes she could change. She says, I wish that I had paid more attention to the person I procreated with. Then she continues, it's like you never really know anybody. You just never know how long you can be with someone. People are in long ass marriages and they just switch up and you'll be like, yo, what the F? So I guess you can never really know. So that is what Summer had to say. Now I'll say this, y'all not like Summer Walker, she's a sweet girl. But Summer, we're gonna stop playing crazy sis, okay? Um. I get it, you know, I get the shade, we get that, you know, London on the track is not doing what he's supposed to do, you know, per what you're telling us, for his daughter, but I remember he did the same thing to the other baby's mothers, and you excused him, you argued with these women back and forth, you, you belittled them, you clowned them, you know, you made it seem like they were always the problem, and this is why I try and tell women you know, a, a man gonna tell you whatever when you're the new one coming in because they, they, they want ass, you know, so they go, my baby mama crazy, my ex-wife is a, is a demon, my ex-wife trying to kill me, oh, you know, everybody in their life, you know, is just the worst of the worst, that's just what some men do, and that doesn't mean that they're necessarily lying, but you can't put all that stock into what he says. Because he's always going to be the victim. You know, a lot of these guys don't put their quick to pull out that damn tiny violin. Near, 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 near. My baby mama, she, she crashed my car. 
she's getting me for child support. You know, the baby's mother is just always the worst thing on earth, you know? But that's where Summer should have just allowed that to be between London on the track and the women that he had kids with. You know, her getting herself involved, you know, going in on them, going back and forth, you know, on that, ha-ha, I got him, he's with me, and, you know, that's my man now. And now she finds herself in the same position as these other women. So, you know, while I respect her for owning up and saying, like, she wishes that she would have chose better, because, again, hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? Like, a lot of us wish we would have chose better, especially if you were young and you just didn't know any better. But you guys also have to look at the blueprint, right? This is not like this was a teenage love affair and they were 16 and she just got pregnant. Like, he had a track record of, what, he has three kids with three different women. None of them work out. It's always the baby mama's fault. So I just say that, you know, to young girls, especially if you don't have any children and you want to date a guy with kids, I don't know why, but that's your business. Just be very mindful of that situation. Because, again, if he can switch up on them, he can switch up on you just as well. You know, a lot of times people try and go into a situation thinking, well, I'm going to be the fourth baby mama. I'm going to be the eighth baby mama. Oh, he's going to change. You know, my stuff is so wet and so tight. He would never, that don't mean shit. He will go on to the next, you know. So you just got to be very mindful of that. Don't put yourself in that situation to be somebody's fourth baby mother. And then he's treating your child the same way he was treating these other children. So I think that is the lesson that people should take from this. So it's not necessarily to like knock Summer. Because like I said, she's a really sweet girl. And you know, she's learning. But I just also wish she was also honest. And maybe even apologize to some of the other women that she spent time clowning and going in on when she was with London on the track, you know. So, you know, like we always say, you know, watch, you know, the, the people that you step on and talk about because the same ones you see on your way up can be the same ones you see on your way down. So you got to be mindful of that. You know, you can't, yeah, you can't ignore these red flags. And when somebody, and I get it, once you get to a certain age, you're going to see guys who have kids by multiple, you know, people, child. But, again... For me, like, were they married? Is that your ex-wife? There's a big difference if you actually married the mother of your children. Then you out here having five baby mamas and you've never one time walked down the aisle. But you have no problem walking to the damn maternity ward. Like, come on now. So those are just little signs that you have to look for and just be very smart, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to, like, having children. Because, like I always say, I feel like children deserve both a mother and a father. You know, and yes, sometimes relationships don't work out. You know, things happen. But even if y'all's relationship don't work out, it is both of those parents' duties to raise that child. That should not just be on the woman. You know, and that's the part that just sucks because a lot of times it's on us. You know, the guy can move on and get remarried, you know, 50, 11 fucking times and, you know, have a bunch of babies by a bunch of different people. But you're still stuck there having to be a full-time parent. So if you don't want that type of responsibility, don't get yourself into that type of situation. So just be really, really smart. So good luck to Summer, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, she'll be fine. It seems like she's found love. You know, she's with this new guy, and he seems to, like, really make her happy. And he's actually stepping up and being a father to her daughter. So that's a blessing. You know, so kudos to her and that new guy for making it work. Um, let's see here. 
Uh, Tanisha says, hey, Queen, me and my uncle Ronan are so proud of you. Thank you so much, Tanisha uh, Seeley. Appreciate you, sis. Thanks for coming through. Uh, Raisin Phoenix says, hey, T, you are gorgeous as always. Do you think these guys were disrespectful? Um, you talking about the guys from the verses? I'll say this. I think in a way, they were throwing a lot of shade at each other. You know, and I don't know their personal relationships with each other, right? So, you know, some people clown like that and, and throw shade and, you know, it's water under the bridge the next day. What I will say is disrespectful, though. And it's not just necessarily the guys who are on stage, but the verses overall. I think you have to respect people's time. And if people are supporting a platform... You have to start on time. You have to have things together. And I think that's the problem sometimes when things are black run. People are already going with like the with like the mentality that be low budget, low grade. You know, they don't put it on the same level as let's say this was like the MTV's versus, right? So I think that when it's something that's ran by black folks, you should have your T's crossed and your I's dotted. You know what I'm saying? Make sure everything is together. And if you're supposed to perform, be on time. You know, the same thing with Keisha Cole and Ashanti. I mean, how long did we sit there waiting for that damn battle? Like, Keisha Cole was like an hour and a half late. It's like, you know, you like just treat it with the same respect that you would if, it's, if this was like the Grammys or a white platform. So I think for me, that's the disrespect that sometimes I feel when it comes to the verses. Is that a lot of times it starts late. People are clowning. They're not taking it seriously. It's like, oh, it's just people on the internet. Well, hold up now, bitch. Okay? I'm on the internet, and I'm a fan, and I spend money, and I listen to your streams. And shit, I, I'm old. I got to go to bed. You know what I'm saying? I can't be up till 1 o'clock in the morning with y'all's foolishness. You know what I'm saying? So I think people need to, would need to treat that. If we're going to make verses a thing, treat it with respect and respect the audience. Respect people's time. The artists need to be there on time. They need to take it seriously. If you can't sing, then don't sign up. That'd be like me signing up. I have no business being on Versus. Lovely T versus, I don't know, shit, Monica. Well, Monica's going to sing me out the water. She can sing. Why would I sign up? So for a lot of these people to know that they can't sing, why did y'all sign up? Because last night, just it showed me a whole new world, bitch. I felt like I was watching Aladdin. A whole new world. I'm like, damn, can't none of these people sing. But three of them. <laughs> Three out of the eight You know so I just think they need to take it seriously So I think that if, if I Speak on the disrespect part of it That would be it for me So thank you for the super chat um, Let's see here KW says can you explain Pleasure P Saying he wrote Lollipop for Wayne Yes and me and Pleasure P um, When the interview comes out Me and him spoke on Static Major You guys know I'm a huge fan of Static Major I did the deep dive video on Static Major. If you guys haven't watched it, it's on my private account. You can have access to it on Patreon or YouTube membership or Discord. But um, I talked about Pleasure P in the Static Major documentary. And like Pleasure has like a tattoo of Static. They were very close. That was like his big brother. And he showed him the ropes. Now, uh, Lollipop was Static's song. I believe Static and Pleasure P worked on the song together. Um, when he did the interview with us, he told us some inside tea concerning the song. I'm not going to spill that. Y'all can just wait till the interview comes out. 
but he did say some things about that particular song but he did write it he did have he did have some writing credits on that song because when static got a grammy even though static had died and little wayne got a grammy so did pleasure p and pleasure p was also instrumental in static and little wayne meeting because static took um their group under his wing and so static was at the club with pleasure p and them and little wayne just happened to be at the club so that is how static was able to even meet little wayne was because of pleasure p so i hope that kind of like explains it but yeah he did i know a lot of people were saying like that's not your song that's little wayne's song and other people were like who's static but um it goes pretty deep but yeah pleasure p definitely had a hand in lollipop a lot of people don't know that because of people behind the scenes trying not to let him get credit. And it has nothing to do with Static's family. It's a bunch of stuff with his group. So, y'all will see that in the interview. So, thank you. Um, let's see here. Mello said 1999 and says, Mario killed without even singing Love You. That is so true. And that's one of my favorite Mario songs, too. That is true. He just did good. I mean, his personality... The way he was just very confident in himself. He took it very seriously. And I respect that. I respect people who take their craft seriously. That makes me want to spend money with them. That makes me want to buy their albums and things like that. I don't want people who just feel like, oh, it's just something to do because I'm bored. You know, so Mario did the damn thing. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Arsene says, aggression stems from fear in all dogs. They are afraid for a reason. Ooh, I didn't know that. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. Yeah, that might have been why he was like just going in and, you know, being so aggressive because he's scared of them. Um, just Kendra says, I had a huge Doberman that only liked me and my oldest son, not the other boys. When I realized he was not fit for us, we rehomed him with a guy that had no kids. We didn't abuse him. Okay. That's good to know. So I, I guess that makes sense. If it doesn't work, if that dog is not the type of dog that fits in with your family, you can always give the dog away. Yeah, I think he should have did that as opposed to, like, beating this dog with a chair. He definitely should have did that. Um, let's see here. We need to do better. A black man hit a dog and he's going down believe that white people will never let this go honey you know there was the main ones threatening him shit and calling vh1 i'm telling you when that when that video came out the way it was like the number one topic on twitter and it was just going viral like all over i can imagine what his phone looked like i can only imagine the messages the dms the comments um, and then people constantly adding VH1, constantly adding at Black Ink. It's like, there's no way he can stay on this show. And like literally with less than 24 hours, they made that announcement that he was fired. And, you know, this just goes to show you, too, that a lot of these people um, on these shows, they may be the face. They may be the quote unquote brand, but they don't run this. You know, it's VH1, it's Viacom. And at any time, your job, it's, it's a job. Just like if you worked at, you know, Capital One or you worked at Bank of America and they decide to fire you or lay you off, it's a wrap. 
So that's why I never understand sometimes when people try to act. And I'm not saying Caesar. I'm not, you know, I don't follow him on social media like that. But sometimes like these reality TV people, when they try and act cocky or arrogant or act like somehow now they're up here and everybody else is down here. It's like, sir, you don't own Love and Hip Hop. You're a damn cast member. And at any point in time, your job can be revoked, can be removed. So, you know, just be a little bit humble. It's okay. So I, I just hope this is a reminder to people that, you know, these people don't run these companies. You know what I'm saying? They don't own anything. And when they're ready to let go of you, you're out the door. So hopefully, you know, he'll still be able to tattoo. I don't know who's going to go to him for tattoos. I'm sure maybe some of his fans, but it's going to affect his business. And he has a lot of businesses. So this was not a good look. It's really going to affect his livelihood, you know, but it's, those are just some of the consequences. So people have to be very mindful, especially in the, in the climate that we live in with cancel culture and, and things like that. You have to, you know what I'm saying, be mindful of how you treat people and the things that you do. Of course, nobody's perfect. Don't get me wrong. But you damn sure shouldn't be beating your dog, you know what I'm saying, in your backyard. You just shouldn't. Because imagine if even if it wasn't caught on the security camera, what if somebody walking by heard and they pulled out their cell phone camera and got the, to record it? You know, so it's insane. It really is. But you guys, I've been on here um, for an hour and a half. I got to get I got to get ready to go. Um, but it was very nice. Thank you guys for coming back. I apologize about the stream earlier. Lots of technical issues, but now that I know that my MiFi works, I'm just really ecstatic. So that means I can, you know what I'm saying, live stream from anywhere when I'm out of town. Because I'm going to be traveling like these next two weeks. So I'll be in a few more hotel rooms, so be prepared. My backdrop will be different. Um, I'll try and come back on maybe <clears throat> Sunday. I'll try and do a live stream before I leave. And I wanted to do a green room too. So I'm going to try and do a green room sometime this weekend. Maybe you guys can call in. We can talk about the versus battles. You guys can call in about your opinions and what you guys thought about it. So I'll keep you guys posted. Um, if I can find some time within this weekend to like host that, I will. Because I know y'all have been asking for a green room. So this would be a perfect topic. So on that note, you guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I know it's late on the East Coast and in the Midwest. Um, so I appreciate y'all staying up with me. And I'll talk to you guys later. Have a good night. Bye.